force is strong in my family. My father has it. I have it. And my sister has it. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Never Seen Star Wars, the podcast where we interview Kristen, who's never seen Star Wars, the Star Wars saga. But now, Kristen, you have now completed the original trilogy. And this is the chance where we get to hear her initial reaction to completing the legendary Star Wars saga original trilogy. So, Kristen, how are you doing today? I'm a little shaken up. Yeah? Yeah, I have uh, made some claims in previous podcasts that I'm ashamed of now after watching <laughs> the third and final movie. So, yeah, a little, a little shaken up, a little ashamed, but, but I'm okay. Thanks all for right. having me. Thank you no problem. We'll get, we'll get into that. We'll get into all that for sure. And uh, as you can see, I came dressed for the occasion. I'm wearing my golden <laughs> bikini, um, so oh. hopefully that's okay. Uh, we're all good here, um, but we've done it. We've got through Return of the Jedi uh, without getting into what you were referring to there, because I, I do want to dig right into that, but just initial reaction was the favorite thing to do at the top. Reaction, you've completed Return of the Jedi. What'd you think? What'd you like? What'd you dislike? So I really liked the scenery of this movie, so kind of where it's set and the, the planets that it's set on. Um, but the first quarter of the movie, I was just extremely uncomfortable. And so I'm sitting watching this movie and I was like, I think I'm going to hate this movie, (laughs) but it really swung up throughout the end. And again, obviously like some special effects is better and I appreciated that, but then some are just the same, mainly the special effects with the animals really Mm -hmm really cringy for me but overall overall enjoyed the movie okay okay so um let's just dig into the big one here the 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 thing that you referred to and that we've been talking about for this whole time we've been talking about the luke and leia relationship a lot you said in the past that you hope uh luke sweeps uh leia up off her feet and takes her away but you also said that leia sometimes treats uh luke like a little brother uh, and well, maybe that was that was actually your good take there, as we find out, uh, twins, twins, Kristen. Crazy, it's crazy. My mouth, like my jaw, dropped, and I was like, everyone listening to this podcast, like, knows they know this, and they've just let me live my life with this like grand hope of little Lukey boy and the princess, you know? Yes. But here I am. I'm the fool. So. <laughs> But it's okay. I, for me, this was a huge plot twist. And I would say it's actually a bigger character plot twist than finding out that Darth Vader is Luke's father. And although I knew that going in, it became um, probably the biggest plot twist out of all of the characters. And I think that for me, I actually like that Luke is the princess's brother because it kind of clarifies some of the character di- dimensions and like dynamics a bit more for me and right. I'm okay with it great great yeah yeah it's definitely definitely a shocker I was definitely uh, always enjoyed your takes on Luke and Leia um, 
but it's good to know that that was a full-on surprise that you yeah. had. You had no idea? No, none. No idea. And they yeah. do even uh, have a little, they show a little kiss in Empire Strikes Back that people look back on uh, with question Weird. marks, especially when Leia says, <laughs> when Spessa Leia says, uh, oh, I feel like I knew all along. <laughs> yes. But that's, that's interesting in itself because she had no idea that she had that, the force. Mm-hmm. So she just starts to tap into it. So I could justify that. Yes. She's like, oh, I guess I knew all along that right. this was my brother. And maybe that's why she never went for Luke. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe something was holding her, something was holding her back there. Yeah. But yeah. It's probably that's a good thing that, good thing that Han Solo came along. Yes. I'm okay with it now. <laughs> and he was better this movie. Okay. Okay. We can get yeah. into that. What did you, what did you like about Han? Well, for the first part, he's not really there. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's frozen and he gets released he's blind all that yeah yeah and he suddenly takes on this character that needs a bit more help mm-hmm. and i think that's a shift for him because he's kind of played this big man on campus role in mm-hmm. the first two movies and like he's flexing his muscles and he's playing it all cool towards the princess and then suddenly he's the one that needs saving and you know, he's stumbling around in the beginning, but he, he obviously wasn't, I feel like he had more of a role in the first two movies. And in this movie, I just kind of see him as someone that's there mm-hmm. and adding into what's going on. And so he seemed a lot more relaxed and to see him at the end be like, you love Luke. Like, just tell me like he, he played a bit more of a vulnerable mm-hmm. character this movie. And so I think that really softened my, my perspective to him. That's great. We're turning around, turning around on Han Solo. That's good. Yeah, still hesitant, but <laughs> we're turning the corner. But you're getting there, and yeah. I appreciate that. So uh, let's get into that first quarter of the movie where we meet uh, this guy, Jabba the Hutt. Mr. Belug. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. That's my Jabba impression. Um, so you talk about you didn't like that first quarter of the movie. It all takes place in Jabba's palace. Yeah. Walk me through this. Walk me through this. Okay. I'm surprised if anyone's like, whoa, the first quarter of this movie is the best. Like, I'll fist fight you. Come see me. Because it's not. <laughs> it sucks. It's just so uncomfortable. Um, my first, the first thing that ran through my head is, do you know the the piggy, like they're pigs? They're kind of like pig animals. Like the pig guard yeah. things, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen the Flintstones? Uh, yes. Okay, do you know the the pig that sits underneath the sink as the garburetor? Um, no, I will Google it. <laughs> okay, if you blew up that pig and made it walk around like a human, that is exactly what these are. Okay. <laughs> and I couldn't get that out of my mind. And so I was living in this like half Flintstones, half Star Wars, Star he, Wars world. Is he purple? Yeah. Okay, and it looks like in this like live action Flintstone movie, he's like green, which actually makes him way closer to what you're talking about too. <laughs> anyway, I couldn't get that out of my head, but the, all the animals are kind of um, none of them are cute. Okay. In the first quarter, we'll get into the cute animals later. The cute later, yeah, those are the best, and all kind of just like um, seedy. It's like the underbelly of Star Wars. Like that's what it kind of mm-hmm. feels like, and I know that Jabba the Hutt is kind of a Yuki character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yes. To describe it, like he has food or like slime all over his mouth all the time, and just like 
And of course, women with chains around their neck in like skimpy clothes, mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, I don't know, kind of uncomfortable. And it kind of feels like if um, the Peony or, or Fright Nights okay. were to do a Star Wars edition haunted house, this is what it would be. <laughs> it would be Jabba's Palace? It'd be Jabba's Palace. Like with the rats and like those weird rat characters and I don't know. Right. Yeah. So just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, definitely a grimy place. And yeah. uh, you know, this kind of, kind of get on a lighter mode. You, no, you know who in this recent re- rewatch Jab of the Hot reminded me of? No. And it's only because I recently watched also the Austin Powers movies, but he reminded me of, I'm dead sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, confession. I've never watched Austin Powers either. (laughs) So I know who Austin Powers is, and I've seen snippets of it, but I'm sorry, I can't give you the reaction you want to that one. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess I have to do the never seen Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Uh, But for those who do get it, I'm referring to a specific character, and I think it's pretty funny. Um, Okay, let's talk about this. this, uh, So Princess Leia, I know, obviously I joked about the top, but Princess Leia, she's she's in a golden bikini. She's chained together. Um, we know that we talked about earlier how like she comes off as a very strong, uh, independent woman, and now she's sort of chained up. And so, what was your reaction to that? What do you think, Carrie Fisher, the actress's reaction? That she's passed away now, but her reaction to that was and that sort of thought there. I wish the viewers could see my rolling eyes. It's just, <laughs> it's just so annoying. Like, of course, one of the like she's basically the only female character and she's a strong female character. So of course, like she gets like sexualized and then put like enchained and then like has to be saved by a male. Like I know she's the one that ends up killing Jabba the Hutt. And so I kind of gave them a thumbs up there. Like at least she got to do something, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was just kind of annoying. Like, it, but at the same time, I said this, I think for the last movie, I don't think that would ever fly today. Like, I think there'd be a lot of comments if this movie were to come out today about the casting and about how, like, A, it's so white, male-dominated. Right, right. But B, like, how it's portrayed towards women. And obviously, as a woman, I'm kind of sitting there like, what is this? Right, right. But... Um, but she pulls off, she pulls a costume, a costume off very well. So you got to, you know, <laughs> good for her. She looked great. So. Yep. You got to give her credit where it counts. I do. I did pull up. I just pulled up like a random interview here with Carrie Fisher where they ask her about this. And she says, she says, as I mean, a quote here, she says, I have to stay with the slug with the big tongue, nearly naked, which is not a style of choice for me. It wasn't my choice. When the director, George Lucas showed me the outfit, I thought he was kidding. And it made me very nervous. I had a bit sit very straight because I couldn't have lines on my sides, like little creases, no creases were allowed. So I had to sit very rigid and straight. What Mm. redeems is that I get to kill him, which was so enjoyable. I sawed (laughs) his neck off with that chain that I killed him with. I really relished that because I hated wearing that outfit and sitting there rigid straight and I couldn't wait to kill him. Well, so maybe this is a lesson for everyone. (laughs) <laughs> why do you think some women are so angry sometimes <laughs> yeah no, but that fair. makes sense yeah you could notice when she's sitting she looks very uncomfortable like it looked very unnatural right um, a lot of the time like very unrelaxed but it kind of fit in with like the situation she's in like she's by this like gross 
gross, mean slug guy. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be relaxed either. So right. it kind of worked, but everything she says makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. And so moving on to that, to this uh, part of the scene, basically it's a rescue mission to rescue Han. And Luke has this master plan. Luke's coming in. He's saying he's a Jedi Knight now. And what do you think initial reaction uh, meeting Luke again here in this movie? So when he walked in, I don't know whether this is on purpose, but he kind of has that glow about him. There's like this like bit of a glow. And then I was like, oh, he must have gone back, done his training. And now he's a full-fledged Jedi. He's going to come and like mess up everyone it's going to be a breeze and then obviously it turns out to be kind of a messy um plan of theirs and he falls into that trap and the whole time i'm thinking just use the force (laughs) you don't see him use the force really at all and i'm like wait aren't you supposed to be this jedi and so it was a little confusing i thought he was going to come in tear the place up but it was like young Luke again, a little overconfident. That's fair. He does a, he does, he does a couple of force tricks, right? He does the old Obi-Wan, right. like, you will lead me to Jabba. And then he does, he does choke one of those pigs from the Flintstones. Um, <laughs> but you, I mean, he's not, he's not, he, I think he's a little overconfident in his, in his powers than, than he is. But it does, it does work out. He does get the rescue. And they eventually, he, do, he does get, run into trouble with what's called the Rancor. But that's a giant. How would you describe that thing that he he falls in the trap for? What would you how would you describe oh. that that monster? Yeah, gross. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was it, it kind of like it like fits with Chava's like crew. But I thought the funniest part was when the keeper yes. comes in and he's like crying and he's so sad. It kind of reminded me of like Hagrid. Yeah, Hagrid and Hagrid and all of his like monsters, but. Yeah, it kind of, like, I was, like, I've seen, like, you. it's not something new, like, right. that idea of, like, this, like, caved, big, monstrous creature, but, right. yeah, it's just a gross. Yeah, with the shirtless guy who's in love with him. Would yeah. you rather, would you rather be <laughs> dropped into the cave with the Rancor, or be dumped into the Sarlacc pit? Uh, I would rather be dumped into the cave. I mean, if Luke can escape... I can escape. You think so? Is that the right? I think there's more opportunity to escape from the cave than to escape from the belly of an animal, like a plant or whatever that's going to digest you. Yeah, whatever that is. Whatever that is. It's going to digest you for a thousand years. Yeah, you die before that. Yeah, I don't don't think I can live to a thousand. Yeah, just a lonely life in in the belly of an animal. Let me ask you this one. Let me ask you this. This is a bit of a... Actually, anything else in this Jabba's Palace that you want to touch on? Anything else in the Jabba's Palace? No, I'd like to move on from Jabba's Palace. <laughs> okay, one last question. Do you know who Boba Fett is? You oh, uh, has he... He's been in the other movies? Yeah, he's like one of the bounty hunters. He has like the cool helmet. And yes. And jet pack, and he, he dies at one point. Do you, have any, do you have anything that stands out to you with Boba Fett? Didn't Layla, Princess Layla, Leia dress up as Boba Fett? I guess in similar. He dressed. She dressed up as a bounty hunter. She dressed up. Similarly. Oh, okay. Uh, no, then yeah. I didn't make any connection. That's fair. I mean, would would you believe me if I told you that Boba Fett, who had maybe five minutes of screen time over the three movies at most, is a super beloved character in the Star Wars saga? Why? <laughs> Why do you That's think? so funny. What do you think? 
His name, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I think he just looks cool. I think that's why. I think it's just a look. I have to look him up. He's got kind of a cool helmet and uh, and he's got a gun. He's got a jetpack and he dies Boba 20 Fett. minutes. In oh, the- you know him? Yes. Okay. I totally, I thought he was so random now that I, I see him and see his picture. I kind of thought that there was going to be a reveal for his character. Right. Like I was like watching him and then I was like waiting, like, was that one of the, one, someone from the crew that's dressed up in that, like in that suit. And I thought maybe it'd be someone else, but then yeah, he just dies. It was very anticlimactic. Yeah, that's fair. He's very anyway, beloved. He's very beloved. So what, one last thing in Jabba's Palace. What did you think of the musical act in the musical act in Jabba's <laughs> Palace? What did you think of that one? Well, I wouldn't suggest Star Wars turning their 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 series into a musical. <laughs> yeah. But because I think that would be a great taste of what it would be like, and it wasn't a good taste, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of those. That's another one of those scenes that. Um, was that was actually added in the special edition release in 1997 okay. when they released the special edition with upgraded effects and they have these different CGI characters and uh, it's not the, not so the greatest funny. not the greatest no it, it kind of adds a little flavor flavor to the whole place like okay mm-hmm. like it's not just dingy and sad all the time like I guess they listen to some music and dance around and whatever but then the woman gets thrown into the cave yeah and I'm like, oh, never mind. It's not fun at all. <laughs> no, not, not, not good. It's not great. Yeah. Not great. Okay, so let's move away from, they escape. They get away from Jebba's palace. Luke, Luke rescues them. Yep. Um, and they, off they go. And Luke goes back to see Yoda. And Yoda is on his uh, last few minutes, I guess. Yeah. And what did we think of this final interaction between Luke and Yoda? I didn't mind it. I, I I think a lot of people would be upset that Yoda dies, but I, I think it was a a perfect point for Yoda to die. Um, it kind of proves that Luke has to go and stand on his own two feet with Obi-Wan and Yoda not, quote-unquote, there, although they appear through the Force for him. Um, and he, Yoda, like, gives away some, some, like, big secrets as he's, like, slowly dying. And... Um, one of them was that he alludes to the force being able to bring immortality. Mm. And I just thought that was interesting. And I'm like, immortality as in they're just kind of absorbed into the force, like Obi-Wan, or immortality as if like Yoda could just live as he was for the rest of his life. Mm. And he says, I'm not as strong with the force to be able to do that. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. I think that's a good take. And I think... You could probably read it either way, to be honest. Yeah. So, so that'd be interesting to see there. And uh, that's where he also, he, ta- he talks about Luke being, um, once he dies, Luke will be the last Jedi. So I think that goes along yes. with what you're saying um, with that. And then he also drops, which we've talked about, the idea of Leia, of being, of being saying there is another Skywalker, he says. He says there right. is another Skywalker. Right. Yeah. I, I don't really understand why Luke's the last Jedi. Or like, well, I guess the princess too. But is that just because Yoda's dead and can't train anyone? Yeah, yes. I would say that 
we are looking at the remnants of the Jedi have sort of dwindled away, right? When when Hans when Han Solo first is talking with Obi Wan in the in that first movie, he says, "Oh, it's just a, it's you know nothing like a trusty blaster right? instead of the old religions." You know, when the general mm. talks to Darth Vader, he says, "He says, Darth Vader, you're the last of this of the old religion of the Jedi, right?" So, okay, you know, they they've the world theoretically has moved on but we know that the force is still a thing so interesting i guess i'll find out but does that come into play in like any other in the pre prequels or in other movies yeah i mean in the prequels we can we can see what happened too okay what happened but here here's the question okay little lukey has another little lukey so has a kid little lukey jr who does he have a kid with? We don't know. Undecided. Obviously, my whole idea of who he'd end up with is not plausible anymore. <laughs> right. But he ends up with someone, someone great, someone worthy of Lukey. And then mm-hmm. he has little Lukey Jr. or a girl, little Lucille Jr. And now they have the force. Mm-hmm. Is that how the force works? So then technically, no, he would not be the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should write my own movie. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good that's a good theory. Right? So yeah. Yoda's wrong. Well, but he still is currently the last okay. Jedi. Okay. Technicalities. Jedi. And 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 I guess there's like the, the difference of the force, having the force and being a Jedi right. per se, in that you know. Right. I guess yeah, that's a perfect example between Leia and Luke. Yes. Because she technically has a force. But she's not trained as a Jedi. Gotcha. Right. All right. Enough of that. So we find out that <laughs> we find out that wh- when was the moment that you really realized that? I mean, because she says there is another Skywalker, and then is that when Luke says Leia there, and then he and then he talks again with Obi Wan, right? And then he again later on Luke brings it up with Leia. Were you mm-hmm. doubting this at a moment, or when he said when Yoda said there was another Skywalker, did you catch on right away, or? No, I ca- I caught on right away. I, okay. I wrote in my notes in all caps, Leia is his sister. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I really take back what I said about her and Luke getting back together. I can't believe I ever said that. And then I said, I'm ashamed. <laughs> in That's my notes. Yeah, I caught on pretty fast. And then I was just kind of waiting. I never doubted it. I kind of was just waiting for him to tell Leia. And I was interested to see what her reaction was. I thought her reaction would be more taken aback and maybe would have mentioned the fact that, wow should never have kissed you or something (laughs) but it's just it's like and maybe it ties into the whole she always knew quote unquote because of the force but she Mm -hmm. seems very okay and calm with it like just there's no questioning about it like you don't get a lot of details about like okay they were split at birth but i want to know more about that like who their mother was like whatever like why does she remember their mother and not him was it because he was separate anyway stuff like that and also i always thought that leia was like way older than luke yeah i know that that's why i caught that in the first i think the first podcast we did yeah and so i was like oh i don't know if they could be twins right i told you that i thought they were pretty close in age if i remember correctly i remember that yeah (laughs) and i was like no you're wrong (laughs) Uh, the the question of will we get to know their mother? I believe that is something that we can we can find out. 
the answer of why Leia no remembers her mother and Luke does not is is one that's up for debate. <laughs> that one is okay. uh, that one is unanswered. <laughs> that was oh, un- okay. unanswered even to this day. So I do think there's oversight. It's what happens when you make one movie, when you make a set of movies, and then twenty years later make a new set of movies and try and fill right. in blanks. Sometimes you miss lines here and there. I think that's one that they missed. Right. So let's move on. They fly off. They now have this this mission. The Death Star is back, by the way. Did, did you? The Death Star yeah. is back. I have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so easy to destroy the first time. Mm-hmm. And then they make it look exactly the same. Yeah. And then it was really easy to destroy the second time. Okay. So I don't think it's that fantastic. Sorry <laughs> to all the Death Star lovers, but... Yeah, there you go. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe they should do it again with it even bigger. <laughs> no, I don't think size is the issue. They just aren't doing something right. <laughs> right. What should they do then? What would they do? I don't know. I would not have such an obvious ship. I would have like lots of little. Okay, here is what I would do. Okay. I would make the Death Star into little segments that are spread throughout the whole galaxy. And so you would have to, like, to kill the whole Death Star, you'd have to kill, like, a hundred different pieces of the Death Star. But they can all travel through space and connect together to become one big death machine. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Add add some options. Yeah, like a power. Yeah, yeah, like the Power Rangers. Just, like, add an extra obstacle, you know? Okay. That's what I would do. Maybe you should run for Emperor. Okay. I, I... I put myself in now. Please vote for me. <laughs> I don't think it's a voting, unfortunately. Okay. So let's get into it. They have this plan. They sneak onto the, the planet or the moon Endor, the Endor moon, I should say, that forest planet. Uh, Chewbacca is told to fly casually to get by the, uh, the blockade or whatever. And that's where we meet the Ewoks. Kristen? Yes. What were your thoughts on the Ewoks? I love them. I want one. I want all of them. I want to be their queen. <laughs> wow. I, I love them. They're just like, they remind me of my cat. They remind me of everything good. Mm-hmm. So very different of the first, the first quarter of the movie. Right. Now, what would you say? Some people would say that one of the things with this movie is that, although you might argue with it in the first half, but they say that it's, it's aimed more at children and that the Ewoks are a a toy oh. for children or for marketing maybe maybe to get new ewok toys do you did you see that as a thought or do you think that they were just nice cute characters that they were added in there it is now that you say that i can totally understand i can totally understand that marketing plot like why they would do that but it's very contrasting to the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. so for example if a parent were to turn on that movie and that's like the beginning like it's, it was kind of scary right like i compared it to a haunted house like i don't right. think i would let a little kid watch the beginning of that movie yeah, Jab, jabba wiggling his giant tongue at a chained and like woman. exactly he's and, like get in my belly <laughs> and and so those characters are just like really scary right like I, I, me as a little kid would like have nightmares i had nightmares of the grinch crawling out of my toilet so i think i would have nightmares of these animals coming and crawling out of my bed and like killing me so does, does the grinch I'm, crawl out of toilets ever okay 
I'll clarify this very quick. Do you know how in the live action movie of the Grinch, he travels down the pipe from the top of his mountain to the, okay. to the city? Sure. When I was little, I watched this for my sister's birthday. We went to the movies. I think she was like eight, maybe when it came out. So I'm like six. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was young. And I just thought of that pipe as all the pipes in my house. And right. I thought if he can travel through that pipe, he can travel through the pipes in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the bathroom and sit down on the toilet and he's going to suck me into the toilet. Okay. Too much information, probably for everyone. But that was my what, biggest and what, fear. And then what's gonna happen? I'm just gonna die. He's I gonna kill you. The pipes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's a cr- villain in the movie. But he was so, bullied. He was bullied. No, no, no. Doesn't matter. He's made to be the villain. <laughs> sure. Was Jab the Hut made to be the villain? Hmm. No. Okay. So he, he, he's a villain. The Grinch, everyone just treated him so poorly. Jabba clearly has lots of friends. Well, now as an adult, I can understand that. But as a little kid, I was just terrified of him. Like, he almost kills Cindy Lou Who. Anyway. Does he almost kill her? Yeah. But they're in the, in the present, the present machine, the sorting, the mail sorting room. Right. And then there's that big stamp that comes down okay. to stamp the presents. Okay. So she would have just been like a Cindy Lou Who pancake. Right. Wasn't it all the mayor's fault, really? Okay, moving on. <laughs> so the Ewoks, you're a fan of the Ewoks. You like? I it. love them. They're the best. Great, great. And yeah. did you did you enjoy how they attacked? Uh, I I looked. I associated their attacking of the stormtroopers similar to hopefully you've seen this movie, Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. Have you seen Home Alone? Yes. Yeah. Yep. The way they like throw logs down there and the the walker falls down and they they're throwing yep. things on straight on rope down and they're hitting them off and throwing rocks from above so yeah it was a it was cute so i can totally understand why it'd be like pushed towards children but mm-hmm. at the same time it was just as entertaining for adults to watch except that scene as they're like fighting so they all gang up together they're initiated into the tribe of ewoks and then they all start fighting the emperor's army or whatever. I, it went on for a very long time. The whole thing was long? That whole like fighting scene and them right. trying to get into that tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, that's what I was going to bring up here. The whole, you talked about in the first, A New Hope, where you talked about you didn't necessarily love the fighting, but the whole basically back half of that movie is three sort of battles going on here. There's the battle on Endor, there's the battle in space outside the Death Star, and then of course the battle with um, Luke and Vader. And that kind of takes yeah. up the whole back half of the movie. There's sort of intermingling between those three things there. So we can start with Endor because we're there. Um, you enjoyed it, but too long is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I I thought it was the better of them because it's something different. Like mm-hmm. we haven't been on this planet before, which also this planet resembles very much Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they accidentally right. ended up on Earth. Okay. But um and it's different right so you have new characters you're not battling in in the up in the sky like you're not battling a spaceship and these little creatures are so lovable and so funny so it's just kind of like a a very different kind of battle but it did go on for a very long time right so more entertaining and different which was great but i was like you could get to the point a lot faster (laughs) You can move on. It was the longest of yeah. the three we've watched so far yes. in the movie. Um, and moving on, there's the space battle. We talked about the space battle. It was led by Lando Calrissian. He just seems like a g- good dude in this movie. What did you think? Yeah. 
yeah, really small part, but he just like is on the good radar for all of it. So do you know who Admiral Akbar is? Was it the little creature that was sitting next to him? No, that's a Nian Num or something like that. Nian Noon. What did you Where think you of what, what, did, what did you think of Nian Noon? A good little sidekick. Yeah. You know? He seemed worried. He didn't really trust trust that he knew what was going on, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Admiral Akbar is the uh, the lobster like figure who goes, It's a oh! trap. Yep. I kind of liked him. You a fan I, of Admiral Akbar? I think so. It's like a, it's like a, a Squidward. Okay. That's what I first thought. But the whole time I was distracted by his, um, the the head of his costume, mm-hmm. because obviously costume. he has, oh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, his makeup. <laughs> <laughs> he, cause he has the, the like the squid like, or is he a, is he a lobster? I think he. What is he? He seems he seems lobster-ish. Really. Okay. A giant lobster person. Let us know who's right. Me, I think he's a squid. Okay. Trevor thinks he's a lobster. Let us know in the in the comments is 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 Adron Akbar more squid like or lobster like? A hundred percent more squid like. Cause of his eyes, but I could be wrong. I don't look very closely at lobsters very often. But I was distracted by where the actor was actually looking out because they disguise it as his nose holes. Oh, really? But the whole time I was like, I know, I know where you're seeing from. And I just was very distracted by that. It's just very go. obvious there to me. There we go. Yeah. I mean, he probably wasn't a real lobster. Uh, the, that is a, it is sort of a meme there that Admiral Akmar, you'll get that, you'll get his face and I'll say, it's a trap. And uh, okay. you'll see that around now, now that you understand what it is. Gotcha. So the space battle, nothing stands out to the space battle. They're pretty, pretty yeah. straightforward. It is pretty straightforward. Yeah. I, Yep. <laughs> Lando, a good leader. He says, Han will have that shield down. We got to give him more time. Yeah, and lots of confidence. On, move on to the Vader and Luke uh, confrontation. And what did you think of, so this is like they sort of, Luke sort of surrenders himself over to Vader. He feels that he can turn him and they head up to the Death Star together. And we meet the Emperor. We actually really talked about the Emperor mm-hmm. yet. So I want to hear your thoughts on the Emperor. He's... <laughs> He reminded me a lot of Lord Voldemort. Right. Except more easily killed. Okay. Yeah. Um, and just like his like his appearance. And I was surprised to see that when they do the reveal of um, Darth Vader, that his appearance was very similar to the Emperor's, just right. like in makeup and whatever. And I was like, maybe the dark side of the Force has a physical toll on people that's my medical opinion yeah it's possible so be careful if you mess with the the dark side you're gonna end up looking like like them so (laughs) that should be on the advertisements for yeah warning (laughs) but i actually thought that this was my favorite um fight between luke and darth vader Mm -hmm. it had more of like an emotional pull because in the first two movies you're really ramping up to understand the relationship between them and in this movie, there's a lot more tension um, put between their relationship. So when they actually end up facing off one an- against one another, there was more at stake. Um, and you kind of, there was, it was just more intense for me. I was like, oh, I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, this, especially being like the, 
what was supposed to be like the last movie, right? In the original right. yep. series. Um, will Luke die? Will Darth Vader die? Like, will he come back to the dark or come back to the light? Will Luke go to the dark? Like, you just really don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was interesting was it, it, it kind of t- turned into a hand for a hand fight. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it turned out that Darth Vader also had a robotic hand. Yes. I thought that was kind of interesting, and I thought maybe they did that so that Luke could see a bit of himself in Darth Vader, and then also see what his future could be if he gave in to the dark. Yeah, I think that's. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Okay, thank you. Perfect, I am a genius. Perfect analysis. So, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so anyway, I thought it was really good, and then of course I am. I'm glad that Darth Vader chose to you know, give the emperor the good old Chuck and <laughs> <laughs> he, he perished. And I thought, I thought, I don't know, I guess you could see when he died, like the force like came out of him or whatever. Cause there's that right. big like stream of light. And then, um, the Darth Vader, you know, ultimately dies. And I also thought that was kind of smart. I think the, the death of Yoda and the death of Darth Vader were good moves in this right. movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. I just don't know how how I think it was out of necessity like I don't see how their character could really add much more past this point to the series right um like what what now Darth Vader is going to become Luke's sidekick like get reunited with his kids and like he's just going to kind of be a character that's just there because what made him such an important character was that he was Luke's enemy for so long right um and then with Yoda as Luke like does his final task like he becomes a Jedi and so, sure, Yoda can instruct him, but he can do that through the Force as well. So he wasn't really needed either. Yeah, I think that's totally that fair. And, and, yeah. and, you know, when you go through these movies, there has to be a, I think there has to be a toll taken. When you're dealing with things that are, we're supposed to treat them as life or death. If no one dies, then, right. except, for, except for stormtroopers, then it's really not, uh, we really can't take it that seriously. Right. Do you have a preference, green lightsaber or blue lightsaber? I like the color blue better. Okay. So you would so, use a blue lightsaber? I would use a blue lightsaber, but I know that, I th- well, I think one is more traditionally used for like the good side and one's more traditionally used for the bad side. Well, no? well red is the traditional bad one. Bad one. So why is Luke's green? Because he made it himself? Yep. Yep. Okay. Is there a secret yeah. there? <laughs> no, there's no secret. There's no, there's no secret. It's just, I think it's you know, traditionally Jedis will use blue or green. Mostly, there might be okay. the odd color not there, and the dark side will use red. And gotcha. That's it. Yeah. Color coordinated. They had a meeting about it, and they decided. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, lightning coming out of your hands. What did you think about lightning coming out of your hands? Out of the emperor. Yes. Um, seen it. You've seen that. <laughs> Where? I just thought the emperor would be more epic. Like he's kind of just this like old old guy who like is just more manipulative with his words than he is like he's powerful i get it mm-hmm. but i thought that there'd be way more of a fight between like him and darth vader right like when it came to his death so it just kind of, it's kind of was like i feel like i keep getting let down by these like supposed villains in star wars Right. Because it really didn't take much for him just to die. So the whole like lightning out of the hands wasn't that impressive at the end of the day because what did it really do? It didn't do much. It didn't no. do much. You're Although right. 
although Luke did look very uncomfortable while he was being lightning struck. So yeah, that did not look good. <laughs> Kudos there, I guess. But did you when they were sort of zooming in when Luke was on the ground getting shocked and they were sort of zooming in on Vader's mm-hmm. face, his mask, I guess. Um, yeah. Did you did you feel pretty strongly that that he was going to to help Luke? Yeah, that's a hard one. I actually haven't thought about that and that situation that like his character is in to show emotion. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of, kind of tell that he's a little more squirmy in his body language when that's happening. And that kind of was like a telltale sign that um, our Darcy boy was actually a goodie. And he was never like Voldemort level evil. He was like right. Malfoy level evil, which is not evil. And that he was going to help his son out. So you can kind of tell something got to him in more of his body language. Cause yeah, you don't get to see his face until the very end. So right. emotions hard to, hard to see. And he does get unmasked. Then you do see his, see his face. Anything yep. you said, he looked like the emperor, but he looked how yeah. you expected. <laughs> no, I thought it was going to be, I didn't think he was going to look like that at all. I thought he was going to look like a, just a normal guy. Right. right. So didn't see that coming. There we go. And that sort of wraps up. They then, they basically, they blow up the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> Luke escapes and they all meet back on Endor and they all celebrate because they defeated the Empire. Yes. A good old celebration with the teddy bears. Yes. I mean the Ewoks. Sorry. <laughs> and at the end okay, there, we... Ha- oh, go ahead. Yes. I have a, a, a thought. So... The director calls to the costume designer and is like, I need 200 teddy bear-like costumes. Yep. Like, what? Because <laughs> it looks like there's, like, every person that's acting as an Ewok, it's, like, it's all different people. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah. That was very impressive because mm-hmm. in, um, you know Willy Wonka? Yes. You know the Oompa The Oompa Loompas, yes. Yeah. I, I don't know whether the original was done with all different actors, but at least the new one was done with one right. one actor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't think they had the technology back then to do that. But. Yeah, they tend to, I think that's a thing where it's actually, I think they find it cool that they could do something like that. Oh, we only have one actor to do them all. But usually it looks better when, when everyone is individually Different. costumed and in there and have acting yeah. their own. So. True. Ewoks greater than Oompa Loompas. Yeah, I, I have to say I my new favorite duo is the Ewok that was obsessed with R two D two. Right. So R two D two and that Ewok are my new favorite duo. <laughs> They're so cute. When he, when when R two sort of shocked him with his thing as well. Like, and but yeah, and it's kind of like a little playful friendship. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this is the friendship R two D two deserves. Like R two D two is a really underrated character. Like he carries a, the bulk of a lot of these missions in yes. like a kind of like sideways way. Yeah. And here he's getting the affection he finally deserves. There we go. And he so. got blown up at one point basically too. Not blown up, but he got, you know, short circuited. I don't know. Yep. And the movie basically wraps. We see the, the force ghosts of Obi-Wan, Yoda, and some other guy. Did you catch that? His dad, right? Yeah. 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 And that's, okay. that's a special edition sort of, uh, it's not even special edition. That's actually a, a, a like late. I don't know when they edited that. I may have to look that up because they actually had a different actor there, but oh. um, they changed it based on, you know, what, 
we'll meet in a few weeks. We'll meet. <laughs> we'll understand right. why they changed it. Right. Um, so it's kind of a weird sort of way they did it there. But because originally it was the actor who was in the Darth Vader helmet, the one who you saw, I believe he was the one yeah. um, is, as the Force Ghost in the original cut in 1983. But they changed it retroactively mm. uh, to mesh with the other movies. But gotcha. who knows? I, I don't really like the change. But a lot of the changes I actually I think make the movies worse than better. So <laughs> right, but they're just trying to keep it streamlined between all of the plots. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. that's hard. That's hard to do. And like you said, especially between like this trilogy and then, and then the, the prequels when they made them, it's you said what, 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Like that's, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 So any last thoughts in this movie, anyone that we didn't touch on or that any questions or comments you want to have on this movie here before we get into rankings and then look into uh, what's next. Okay. Two two thoughts. Um, what's the gold robot's name? Take a guess. <laughs> you know this name. Mm, oh, C-3PO. Exactly. Perfect. Okay, okay, okay. C-3PO. I love that they, the, they thought he was a god. And yes. then how he's like, I've been programmed to not mimic a deity. <laughs> and I'm like, whoever made him was a genius. Yes, <laughs> to program <laughs> Anyway, it. I just thought that was... That was really, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. But then um, I guess this is like, I guess I have three comments. Because my next one, do you know how the planet they ended up on looked like Earth? Okay. The forest okay. forest planet? Yep. And you know how Chewie kind of looks like Bigfoot? Okay. Chewie is Bigfoot. Okay. There you go. It's confirmed. So, there's my um, theory there. And then my last comment would be... Um, just how Luke decided to burn, like to set Darth Vader's body on fire. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if there was like a significance to that. Cause I thought, I was like, that's not really um, like what you would expect. Right. I, I don't think, I think that's just sort of a ritual as sort of that okay. you would do to somebody. It doesn't seem okay. like they really have a burial or anything like that. So yeah, I think that's okay. just, that's just his his funeral his funeral that he just gotcha. attended attended by himself with it. So yeah, with all the bears. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I guess that's it. I think we covered all the characters too. We covered any all the big things. So let's get into your rankings. Let's get into your rankings. This is a, this is a highlight here. So currently, the rankings are one Empire Strikes Back, two A New Hope. So the question is. Where is Return of the Jedi going to fall? Is it going to fall on the top? Is it going to fall on the bottom? Or is it going to fall right in the middle, Kristen? I think that Return of the Jedi is the best okay. of the three. Which I felt kind of like a cop-out to say, like because they kind of just go in order. But I genuinely was more engaged with the characters mm-hmm. and with the scenes and enjoyed other than the first quarter, enjoyed this movie <laughs> right, right. more. But even the first quarter adds like a dimension to towards the Star Wars world that is like fun to explore, I guess, and to see all of those like creatures and whatever. And it's an epic rescue mission at the end of the day. So I don't know. I think this one was was the best. And I have to credit that to the character development. 
right and what happens between the characters i think because i'm a sucker for that like like obviously as i've said i don't really care for <laughs> much of like the battles mm-hmm. like i care about the characters right and that between the reveal of like the siblings and the father and all this stuff it's it's epic great so the official rankings going return of the jedi one empire strikes back two a new hope three so we did now we have now finished the original trilogy and overall how do you feel about that are you satisfied with the original trilogy do you feel like it told a story from start to finish um the characters developed and what are your thoughts on this this is the one that really started it all right because for the mm-hmm. longest time we thought there was going to be no more star wars and so this is the one that that held on for a long time and that remained popular all the way to then that they want to keep making them now so what do we think of this this trilogy as a whole yeah i think keeping in mind um that they're old movies mm-hmm. i think the trilogy is great i can see why people um are kind of obsessed with like the characters and i th- i think a huge part of that obsession is because there's so much left to the imagination after these first three movies like, there's so much opportunity to um kind of theorize and and kind of paint your own picture of of these characters lives um right. and the star world's world in general and so it's kind of brilliant that there was like a 20-year gap between the original trilogy and then um, it's the prequels that come next, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, no wonder, like, I think you'd mentioned the prequels are, there's like a lot of like backlash on them. Like no, no wonder because people have spent 20 years loving these original movies and these, right. and these characters and their plots, right? Right. So overall, like, would I, would I be like excited to right now watch all three of them again? No, <laughs> yeah, but I did enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Great, great, and that's 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 all we can hope for. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to touch in here before we look forward is favorite character of this movie, least favorite character of this movie. Oh, out of this this movie, this specific movie, Jabba Hut sucks. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so least favorite Jabba Hut. If there's any Jabba Hut fans out there, I'll meet you in the boxing ring. Okay. And favorite, I don't want to say the Ewoks because you don't, there's not like one Ewok, but I really <laughs> did love the Ewoks. But okay, out of the, maybe out of the classic, um, the classic characters, I am sticking with Luke. Great. Great. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And I would imagine that Luke is your favorite over the trilogy as a whole as well, right? Yeah. I, I think so. I think. Mm-hmm there's the most at stake for him throughout the movies, right? Like you really get to know him the best. Right. So. All right. So basically when I pitched this idea to you to do this podcast, uh, you know, I had this, I was said, you know, there's all these movies, but all I wanted to lock you in with for was to at least do the original trilogy. I, you know, mm-hmm. I hope that, hoped that we could maybe do more, but I always said, let's lock you in. You know, you just have to watch at least three but now we get to the opportunity of we now, if we want to, can go to the prequels, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. And is that something that, that, that interests you? Is that something that interests you? Yeah. And so in the prequels, we're going we're gonna to jump in. It goes into, so this movie was made in 1983. The next movie is made in 1999. And mm-hmm. it is, uh, so just about 20 years, a little under, uh, 16 years or so. It's called The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. And this is where we meet 
uh, well, we'll do a little bit of, of word association here. But the first thing we get to okay. meet is we get to meet we get to meet young young. Actually, do you remember what Darth Vader's uh, name is? Do you remember what Darth Vader's name um, is? Anakin. That's right. Skywalker. Okay. Great job. We get to Thanks. meet young Anakin Skywalker. And so, how do you feel about meeting Anakin Skywalker as a child? I'm I'm like this is what I live for when it comes to movies. Okay is like character development. Like I, I love getting to know characters. I think it adds so much more dimension and impact to what's actually happening mm-hmm. in the plot. So I, I might be more excited to watch the prequels okay. for that reason yep. than the original trilogy. Is there any other characters that you'd be interested to, that you hope that we see in the prequels that we've seen in the original trilogy, like a younger version of those characters? Well, I think... Uh, if we're seeing a younger version of Anakin, I don't know if we'll, I don't know where Luke and Leia would, would fit into that, but I would like to know that whole storyline between mm-hmm. them and what happens, and I don't know if we'll have answers, but that's okay. Right. I also would love to see more of, like, the developing plot towards the Rebels and the Empire. Yeah. And what kind of brought it to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like that's those are like my main big yeah. like holes and questions when it comes to the movies. So. Yeah, and I think I think we do get we do get those those answers. Uh, we we'll meet a young Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay, fun. And uh, some other characters here. You can tell me if if you've heard of them or not, or what you think. There's a uh, a Qui Gon Jinn. No, no idea. Qui Gon Jinn. What do you what do you what do you think Qui Gon Jinn's all about? A really expensive cocktail drink. Okay. Yeah, it's a gin. <laughs> There's the, uh, the Jar Jar Binks. Okay, I've heard that name. Okay. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it's a creature, I think, right? Okay. That's basically all I know. But a lot of people talk about Jar Jar Binks. Are you excited to find out what that's all about? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Like a Darth Vader, but a Darth Maul. Yeah. There's a connection there, I'm assuming. Maybe. Captain Panaka. No, there's nothing there with Captain. There's a Captain Panaka, but he's he, whatever. Um, Padme. Padme. Never heard that one. It sounds like Pad Thai. Delicious. A delicious yeah, can, dish. Can I get a Padme with a <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn, please? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm just hungry because everything you're saying sounds like a delicious food. And lots of uh, decent, decent actors. Uh, we get to meet a young, a young Yoda. I mean, okay. a, I wouldn't say let's let's a younger Yoda. Okay. Young. Did okay. you catch how old Yoda was in this movie? Like a, a couple hundred years. Yeah, nine hundred right? years old, I believe he said. Oh, nine, no, just a couple. Okay. So this is like this is like what uh, this is probably thirty years prior. So he's. <laughs> oh, not really. Forty years prior. Changed. I don't know. He's uh, he's at the young age of <laughs> of eight hundred and sixty. <laughs> That's he definitely crazy. acts way younger. So, um, right. We yeah, the, and and there's still some some characters that you'll continue to recognize, and there's lots of new characters, and um, yeah, we'll see how the prequels go. It's called the Phantom Menace. Any prediction of why it's called the Phantom Menace? Um, there's a menace who okay. is there but not there, so therefore the Phantom. Yeah. I mean, what else were you gonna say, really? <laughs> I have no. Like no clue. I, obviously, I'm I'm thinking some more evil, some mm-hmm. more good, right? Some more very long fight scenes, and 
um, more character development. Okay. We shall see. We shall see. So this, so we watched episodes four, five, six. So this is episode one of okay. Phantom Menace. So we're getting the start of the story made okay. after, obviously made after. And uh, that's the Phantom Menace. And I think that pretty much wraps us up here and, and sets us up for the next um, movie we're going to watch. Again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. You can, um, you know, contact me at Trevor Chong, C-H-O-N-G. You can leave a rating on the Apple podcast that helps you know, give us a five-star rating if you think we w- worth it. Um, and just overall, just share it. Let us know. It's been a lot of fun to do this. And I've been getting some positive feedback. And so that's great to hear. So we appreciate it. Something fun to do. Hopefully we can keep doing it uh, as we move out of the summer and all that. Uh, Kristen, any last words here? No. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And may the force be with you. Bye. Thank you.